You're listening to episode 15 of Alexa in Canada, the voice experience. She's got, She's skills. got skills. My name's Terry Fisher, and here's the deal. Voice technology is changing so fast, and I'm trying my best to keep up with it. I'm here to learn everything I can about Alexa, so you and I can figure her out, and so we can make our lives more organized, relaxed, stress-free, and even have some fun. Let's learn some skills. So welcome to episode 15. Uh, It's great to have you here today. Uh, Thank you very much for being here. As you may know, this has been a very big week for Alexa in Canada and now Voice in Canada. I launched the flash briefing uh, just a week ago and the response has been great. I really do appreciate the comments and the reviews that have been coming in for the Voice in Canada flash briefing. And uh, as you may know, there's still another week left to uh, enter the contest to win an Echo Dot. All the details are at the voiceincanada.ca webpage. And really, it's a way of just expressing my appreciation, uh, my thanks for you, the early listener and the early supporter of the flash briefing. So that contest is open for another week, and I do hope that you'll take advantage of that. Regardless, uh, make sure you tune into the flash briefing. Uh, it's there to serve you, and if there's anything I can do to make it better, for sure, I'd love that feedback as well. Today, we're speaking with Dave Jackson. When I first started getting interested in Alexa, this is a while back, I was looking for podcasts, and I discovered the Alexa cast, and this is by Dave Jackson. I see him as a little bit of a counterpart in the United States and that he was documenting his journey with Alexa. And simply, I wanted to get him on the podcast so that we could get another user's perspective of Alexa. So without any further ado, let's get right into the interview. Well, I'm extremely excited to welcome Dave Jackson to the Alexa in Canada podcast today. Uh, Some of you may know him from the schoolofpodcasting.com where uh, he teaches people how to podcast. The reason... I was introduced to him was because he started a podcast, the Alexa cast uh, a little while back. And when I was first learning about Alexa, I listened to his podcast and I was hearing about his experiences and I thought it'd be great to get him on uh, to get his experience for our listeners in terms of what, what he's been doing with Alexa, how he's learning about Alexa and all of that stuff. So first of all, Dave, welcome to the podcast and maybe you can introduce yourself a little bit and tell us who you are and what your background is. Yeah, thanks, Terry. I'm I'm glad to be here. My background, if we go, I don't know how far back you want me to go, but I've been I've been helping people understand technology for over probably 25 years. I actually used to teach a class how to surf the internet because people didn't know what it was. Oh wow! So I go back to like fax machines and things <laughs> like that. And uh, in 2005, found podcasting and and launched the School of Podcasting. And I like the the Alexa Cast because it's a I was explaining different types of shows and, and one I have people come to me and they're like, I want to start a podcast, but I'm not really, I don't consider myself an expert. And so for me, the Alexa cast was a great way to say, you don't have to be an expert. I call them a journey podcast where you kind of start that first episode and you go, Hey, I don't know what this is, but I'm going to try to figure it out and you can come along with me. And so I thought, Oh, this would be a good example of a, a a journey podcast where you just kind of like, let's figure it out together. And uh, the audience comes along for the ride. Gotcha. And so Let's let's talk a little bit more about Alexa. So what what got you interested in it and why did you decide to do a podcast about Alexa say versus something else? I guess because for me when you start a podcast it has to be something that uh, a a word that kind of gets overused is passion, but for me it's something that excited me, 
something that I was pretty sure I was like, ooh, I think I'm going to be all in on this. I looked around and I saw there were so many things that I'm like, okay, there's plenty of uh, material here. Uh, and for me, the thing that really got me sucked in, which was hilarious, is the grocery list. When I saw that I could just say, hey, uh, you know, what's her name? Uh, add this to your grocery list. And then I pulled up the app and I was like, I think I saw like a YouTube video. Somebody done a demonstration. I was like, oh, that's way too cool. And uh, so I went out and bought one. And then the more I started playing with it, I was like, okay, this is going to be fun. And the other thing behind the scenes, I work for a podcast media hosting company uh, and being kind of a consultant, I always want to know all the different uh, players in the field. And so there was a new one that somebody said, hey, you should test them. They look pretty cool. Uh-huh. And so I needed a podcast to, to throw on it. And I was like, well, I like this Alexa thing. Let's uh, let's throw it on there and see what happens. So uh, that was the other kind of thinking behind it. And uh, but uh, and now I'm just uh, the only thing that's uh, funny is this point. I'm running out of rooms to <laughs> like I want I want to get like the Alexa show or the Amazon show with the little camera. And I'm like, I, I already have one in the bedroom. I have one in the office. I have one in the living room, I guess. I guess I could put one in the kitchen, you know, so I'm running out of room when they keep coming up with these new models. I was going to ask you if you're all in, if you have more than one, it sounds like you do. It sounds like you have a bunch of them. Yeah. The first one I bought was the echo. And then once I, under, that kind of gave me that kind of first understanding of what it was and what's the difference between the models. And that's when I was like, I don't really need the speakers. I've got plenty of Bluetooth speakers. So from there, I just started buying dots left and right. Yeah. That's much more, that's a much more economical way of doing it for sure. Yeah. That's how I, my first one was a dot and, uh, I just paired it with, um, my home audio system. We have speakers in the ceiling and it's now like Alexa, nice. you know, speaking from, it's like the house is talking to me. So <laughs> it's fun. The kids uh-huh. like that anyway. So that's great. So, so when you got your Alexa and you, or your, your, your echo device, I should say, and you started to set it up, what were your initial thoughts as far as the technology behind it? You're obviously very, um, involved in voice technology in general with the podcast. So. I'm interested to hear your perspectives on that in terms of just controlling a piece of technology with your voice um, and your, your thoughts on that. Well, it's uh, I, I forget which unit I bought. It might have been a Bluetooth, some sort of Bluetooth light bulb that I had to set up a little mini hub, mm-hmm. which is one of those things that I understand on, on the new Echo that it becomes your hub. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to have this extra device. Uh, and that was somewhat just slightly disappointing that I couldn't just plug things in and have them work. Right. Uh, but on the other hand, the first time I asked to have the light come on and it did, I was like, oh, this is, you know, you feel like God is like, and there was light, you know, <laughs> and then, and then when you say, you know, dim it by 50% and it does, you're like, oh, this is okay. I'm so hooked now. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, I kind of like the, like primarily I have a lot of smart outlets oh, yeah. that I will plug things into because I don't really need the dimming capability for most of it. it's either on or it's off. Mm-hmm. And so I like those cause you just plug them in. They're easy to set up. And uh, I was recently away and um, I was able to go into the app and set it to automatically turn the lights on and off. Wow. So it made it look like I was home, even though I wasn't. Right. Right. And so controlling the home, the home automation side of things sounds like that's a particular feature that you have taken advantage of. Um, yeah. With the device. With, with, with Christmas just a couple months ago, it was great fun to walk in and, and ask her to turn on the tree and poof, the tree would come on. I was like. This is so much fun. And there you go. It's almost like magic now what you can do. Yeah. Things that they can control. Yeah. What What are some of the other things that you've been using it for? What do you find it most useful for other than sort of turning on lights and that sort of thing? Uh, I, I can say the grocery list is a big fan of mine. To-do list. I actually used – there's a um, an app called To-Do-ist. 
And I like the built-in to do, this is where you have to watch your mouth. I like the built-in to do list in the Alexa app, but I already had all my to-do items in this other app. And so I believe it's if this, then that it's I F T T T or something like that, dot com that I can say when I add a to-do list on, uh, on the Alexa app, add it to the to-do list. So they're kind of synchronized that way. Right. And, um, it was either that one or Zapier or Zapier, which I always forget which way you pronounce that. But one of those two uh, systems let me kind of uh, control that. So that was one that I was just happy uh, that I, I didn't have to kind of switch apps because I was already really invested into to do it. So that was a, a good one. Right. Um, and then the the recently when they added the ability to synchronize speakers, like I named my bedroom and my office upstairs. So now I can ask for a song and say, play it upstairs on, I'm a big Spotify person. And the fact that I can walk from room to room in the morning when I'm getting ready and I can, uh, you know, hear it in every single room. I'm not sure my neighbors enjoy that as much as I do, but, uh, I do. Right. right. So that was, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Well, that's just something I enjoy. The one thing I haven't tried yet, I don't know if you've played with this yet. I saw, I read, it was a week or two ago where you can now send text messages. Ah, yeah. And I, I've yet to, that, that'll probably be my next episode because it's like, Hmm, all right, I'll have to see what that's about. Yeah. Uh, and that's really one of the uh, the items in my news brief is I have there's actually a uh, an area that you can have her explain, like, here's what's new or something new to try. So every morning when I ask for what's new, the first thing I hear is her saying, oh, I can you know, tell you what movies or whatever is going on in, in her world. Uh, and so uh, I'm always looking for new things. Great. So that's the flash briefing feature that you've that you've yeah. been using a fair bit as well. Then um, are there other things that you find yourself saying to Alexa a lot, just in terms of the commands and things that she can understand? Are there things that you use more often than others in in that sense? Timers are really handy, especially if you're, um, I'm trying to uh, get a little healthier. So I'm trying to cook more of my own food. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that I can say, you know, set a timer for eight minutes for the, you know, set a timer for eight minutes for such and such. And then later, if I'm doing things, I can see how much time is left on this timer. And she'll say on this timer, there's X amount of time or, um, I live alone, so I'll get a recipe and it's made for like four people and I'm like, okay, what's one fourth of a tablespoon or what, you know, she, all the conversions that she does. So it's really handy. If you're a, a person likes to cook, you can really, really have a lot of fun with her there in terms of, uh, converting different measurements and things of that nature, as well as timers, having multiple timers. So absolutely. Yeah. And, and I, I found, found that the same, it's, it's, it's very, I found it to be very useful in the kitchen for that same reason. When your hands are dirty or you're holding something, it's easy. Yeah. That's where the voice, uh, the beauty of the voice technology really comes in. Yeah. And I found a good thing and a bad thing. I can set my, I use it as a, an alarm clock in the morning, mm-hmm. but I also found out that you can turn, you can hit snooze with your mouth. And I'm like, that's not good. I need to, <laughs> I need to get out of bed. That's the whole point. <laughs> they have to create some kind of function where you can like disable one of these yeah. uh, Alexa commands. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, force you to get out. Oh, that's that's great. Are there other skills um, apart from the the Todoist one that you sort of use through the IFTTT? Are there other skills that you have uh, enabled in Alexa that you find to be useful or entertaining, or ones that you just enjoy? Um, I liked the uh, it's it's there's an app called Seven that's a seven minute workout. Oh okay. That's pretty handy. That uh, you can just say that I have it. It's kind of funny. I have it tied to my Fitbit, uh-huh. uh, and I can ask her you know, where I'm at, but that's one of those where I kind of laugh because all I really have to do is turn my wrist and press a button. I could get the same information. Uh, but I, you know, there's a lot of, 
like I do we need another like rainfall sound skill? Uh, I don't really need that. Um, I use primarily Spotify and Pandora. I think are the two probably made skills that I use a lot. Yeah. Uh, how about you? Um, yeah. So I've been playing around with some some various skills in terms of the uh, entertainment. My kids have enjoyed some skills, uh, whether it be playing some games. Uh, you may be familiar with Would You Rather for family. The kids get a kick out of being asked questions and playing off each other with their responses. Um, there's a there's a neat skill. Uh, uh, select select a story where the kids sort of play their own choose your own adventure story and give the, Alexa gives them options and they can choose the plots. Um, so those sorts of things. I really enjoy the flash briefing. That's probably the thing that I use the most on it because I like to um, to get the little snippets of news that are important to me every morning. It's a great way to start off my day. And I use the routines. I don't know if you use any routines in terms of setting up multiple commands to go along in a chain with one voice command. I started to look into that, and I forget what why I kind of was like, hmm, not sure if I'm going to use that. What's your routine? So my routine would be I would say to Alexa, um, it's set up. So if I say, Alexa, start my day, she will uh, tell me the weather, um, tell me my commute time, go into my flash briefings. Uh, there's something else that I'm missing. But it's, essentially it's a number of commands that you could otherwise say individually but you can tie them all in together. You can also set up, uh, if you want to, add in some home automation features into that as well. So oh, that'd be good. So it it allows you to just be a little bit more automated in terms of what you're what you're saying. See, that might get you out of bed. You know, she she wakes you up and then you say, "Start my day." She turns on the bedroom light, kicks on a song or something. I think that's a that was one feature that I was kind of bummed. You can have it set to uh, when you wake up and uh, be, uh, you know, to be an alarm. You can have her play a playlist on Spotify, uh-huh. which is fine. She will always play the first song in the playlist, which makes sense. In a way, because that's what a playlist is. I was hoping it was going to be a random choice from the playlist. Like I threw like four songs in there and I'm like, here, it's either James Brown or whatever, you know, something to get me up and going. Right. And it's always, it, it, which I, when you think about it, that's what a playlist is. It starts from the top and goes down. I would love for her to be able to pick a random song from a uh, playlist. But uh, we actually can't. That's one of the struggles here in Canada. I've been uh, hearing a lot of feedback from our community here is that there's functions that, are just simply not available yet in Canada. Now, Alexa's only been in Canada officially uh, for just about two months, and the ability to wake up to a playlist is not one of those yet. Um, I do know that there is a shuffle command. Um, mm. so you can shuffle a playlist, and, I'm, and I don't know if that would work with the alarm feature or not. Um, yeah, so that would be, interesting be something to look into. To, yeah. to, to try. I did have fun. I was in uh, Florida uh, the, last week, and there's an app that you can put. I know it's available for iOS. It might be available for Android called Reverb. Yes. And I, I uh, and again, this is one of the things that's silly. I could have clicked the weather app and easily seen what the weather was. But instead, I went to Reverb, held down the button, and, and asked her what the weather was. And she gave me the Reverb, or the uh, the weather for, uh, you know, my, my hometown. So I got the weather from her as opposed to going to the weather app. So yeah. it's I, I think it's just one of those things where you just... You just love the geekery of it. Yeah, like, let's see if this works. It does. Okay, great. Yay. Yeah. So, and just for listeners, so Reverb basically is an app that basically puts Alexa on your phone. It's just a, it's yeah. a big screen. You just push the button, you talk to it, and it talks back to you by accessing the Alexa voice service in the cloud. Yeah. Um, I've used that because I'll, uh, I I live in an apartment, and I park right in front of my my apartment, and I'll, I'll be getting into my car, and I'll look up, and I'll see where I'll, I've left the office light on so I can hit Reverb and say, 
turn off the office light and she will. So that's that's another one you would just kind of go, oh, this is so much fun. The fact that I have to go back in. <laughs> there's a lot of for sure. There's a lot of novelty right now with this with this technology with yeah. it being so so new. And if I'm not mistaken, I think you had converted one or more of your podcasts into skills for voice. Is that is that correct? Is that correct? Yeah, I had I did that as a test. I uh, had made something for a flash briefing, and. Okay. Yeah. The, that was a little bit of a pain in the rear end because typically a flash briefing is, is quick and it's, there's only one. And so what I had to have it do without getting too deep in the weeds, but always make sure it was like having a podcast with one episode. And so I always, any, every time I launched a new episode, I had to pull down the old one. So I don't think that's really the best use of a podcast. And uh, there are new skills coming. Um, I work for a company called Libsyn and they're getting ready to roll out the ability for podcasters to have their own skills. So once that gets really rolling, we're going to get a ton of skills from, from podcasters to where you'll be able to uh, just ask her to enable whatever the name of the podcast is. And then from there, you'll be able to listen to podcasts. That's very interesting. So one of the things that I have just launched actually is a flash briefing voice in Canada um, mm -hmm. using it's basically, well, it is a flash briefing. It's not, it's a shorter form audio content and the host provider that I use um, has created it in such a way that it will only send the most current um, uploaded file to the RSS feed. Nice. So, so you just schedule it and it and it and it does it. And so it's it'll be interesting to see. This is a brand new thing that I'm just about or when this airs or when this goes out, it'll have just launched. So I'll be interested to see how it's going. But yeah, I mean the the voice technology in general is is. We're just at its infancy right now. Podcasts have been around for a while, but in the big scheme of things, not too long. Um, but I think uh, it's going to get very, very interesting over the next, uh, you know, five to ten years. Well, I think we're going to get into areas that people haven't thought about. Like, let's say I have a podcast about political activism called Right On, <laughs> and then I have another one for authors called Right On. Ah. And I was like, that could be interesting when you get into copyright issues. It's like, hey, you're using my name. No, it's my name. No, it's, you know, who had it first kind of thing. And the other thing that I think could be different is right now, if I'm listening to a podcast, at nine times out of ten, I have some sort of earbuds in or I'm listening in the car. I'm typically not listening in a group of people where I could see people walking in. You've got a podcast playing on an Echo device or something through Bluetooth speakers. And the family kind of walks in and goes, hey, this is funny. What is it? And so I think that's something that might be a little new in the future. You might have podcasts uh, that start to get a little more word of mouth because we're not listening to them solo. We're listening to them with a group of people. Yeah, those are two very interesting uh, aspects that I actually haven't really given that much thought to. The, the right on versus right on is uh, – Yeah, it'll be interesting that's when I was like – That plays out. Yeah, and I haven't played with – do you have any buttons yet? For no. any of the games? No, that's, that's not available in Canada yet either. So Yeah, I haven't experimented with that. It looks fun. I get the idea. And uh, I've heard a lot about the uh, the game you mentioned about Rather This or something like that. Would You yeah. Rather. Would You Rather. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I have seen, um, I forget the name of the app, but there was an app that you could basically, I thought it would be great for elderly people where you could basically say phone so-and-so. Um, and I think you can kind of do that anyway now. Maybe that's why it went out. But there was an app that went out of business. Or I'm oh. sorry, not an app, a skill um, that I went back and looked at an episode. And I was like, wait a minute. Oh, you know what it was? It wasn't that one. It was a phone, call my phone app. Okay. And it went, so if you lost it and you could say, you know, hey, uh, you know, basically call my phone. Yeah. And it was free. And that was one of those where I was like, 
how's that going to, cause you're, anytime you're placing phone calls somewhere, you're, you know, you're paying for that service and sure enough, it, it went out of business so, or it just disappeared. Right. The, uh, yeah, I know that you can now, once you've, you know, paired your phone to an echo device through Bluetooth, now you can make calls that way. Um, mm-hmm. so that's interesting. I'm also very interested in terms of just how it's going to work in, uh, for, I mean, every sector is going to be disrupted by this essentially, but healthcare and education, there's, there's so much opportunity. Um, it's just, it's, I'm fascinated by it. And I think it's, it's just going to be, I, I see this almost like how it was with apps and smartphones 10 years ago, how, you know, it just took off and there was an explosion of apps. And I expect we'll see that with skills. I think the part, the, the tricky part is going to be a lot of people will try a skill once and then never use it again. Yeah. I think, uh, I hope they're kind of thinking about this. It's not horrible now, but for me, the current kind of state, because you're looking at skills in an app, and to me, I wish it was maybe a little better organized or if they came up with categories, because it always seems like just kind of go in and like, here are 13 different skills for making rain noises. <laughs> right, right. So I'm like, right. it would be nice if it was like sports and money or, you know, however they would categorize them. But uh, I think that's going to be, eventually will become an issue if they don't come up with maybe a little better way to classify these. And I see where they're starting to come up with uh, frequently or, or like a top of the charts kind of thing to see what's popular. Uh, I think that could be handy. Yeah, no, absolutely. So this is great. Do you, what's, what's your sense? Maybe we just finish off with this. What's your sense of um, how are people in the United States embracing this sort of technology in terms of home assistants and smart speakers and Alexa in particular? And cause I'm curious what it's going to be like here in, in Canada. There's a lot of people I mentioned this to, and they actually, surprisingly, um, a lot of people don't really know what Alexa is. They're, they're learning now. And, and the Super Bowl ad was, was a lot of great coverage for that. But what's it like uh, in the States right now in terms of the adoption of these things? It's, it's well, I think uh, the thing I read was basically by the end of um, 2018, you're looking at 90 million people because oh. they had 33 million last year and they're looking at another like 58 million this year it was the number one seller uh over the holidays and what's interesting is i there was a study that just came out from edison research in triton digital that had all sorts of things like um amazon has like 69 percent of the market Mm -hmm. and there was a a huge amount of people that once you get one it's amazing how many people get two Mm -hmm. like once once you get one it's like oh i need another one for this room and uh, I think it's just going to be interesting to to watch it grow. And then as they add, you know, more functionality to it, that's the fun part. I mean, I've only been doing this for, I don't know, probably a year and already things like, you know, connecting speakers together to, to play in areas. And so, and she always says, I'm always getting smarter. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to be the fun part to, to watch. And they said that I think it was 30% of people are already saying that they're cutting down some of their TV time. And they're doing things with their Amazon device. I know uh, you had mentioned your kids. I have some uh, nieces and nephews that just love to come over and they start screaming questions at her and tell me a joke and sing me a song and all. So it's a, she's a pretty handy babysitter at times. So. <laughs> That's true. That's definitely true. I use it to monitor my kids' piano practice from, from upstairs. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the drop-in feature is uh, – that's one of those features that uh, can be very, very handy. And if you have a, a the show, the one with a camera – you just got to be careful where you put that. Yeah. I don't know if I would want to show uh, in my bedroom for people to drop in on. That could be a little awkward. 
right right well um there's as we as we can as we both know there's a lot of opportunity here there's a lot of uh things to be developed and it's it's really exciting the things that uh that you can do with with this voice technology um thank you so much for coming on the podcast is there any place that the listeners could go to check out what you're doing or learn a little bit more about about what what you do yeah uh the, the two biggies for for my amazon kind of oriented stuff it's just alexacast.com and then uh, my podcasting stuff, you can just find at schoolofpodcasting.com. Wonderful. Well, again, Dave, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. And uh, I see you almost a little bit of a counterpart there in the States with sort of documenting your journey with Alexa. And that's, that's very much what I'm, one of the things I'm trying to do up here in Canada. So uh, it's great to get your perspective. And again, a big thanks for uh, spending some of your time with us. Well, thanks for having me. Once again, a big, big thank you to Dave Jackson for spending some of his time on the podcast. Uh, it was great to get uh, his perspective on Alexa and things that he has seen in the United States. Remember, all the show notes for the podcast episodes are on the webpage. You can go to alexincanada.ca slash 15 for this episode, and we will have links to Dave and to, uh, to the links that he mentioned. Uh, and also, just again, a quick reminder, voiceincanada.ca, the flash briefing, Please check it out and let me know if there's anything that you want to hear more of on there. I'd love your feedback. Have a great week and I will talk to you again next week. She's got, she's got skills.